As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Today, as we close our study in the life of Joseph, I want to take you to the New Testament because though Joseph is an Old Testament character, there's New Testament truth and application for us and Yes, I would say that this Old Testament character has one of the greatest connections to the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament of any Old Testament character. This reference that we find to Joseph in Acts chapter 7 is the final reference of the Holy Spirit to his life. See if it doesn't sound oddly familiar. Acts chapter 7, verse number 9, And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. You've heard that a few times in recent weeks. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. And now, as if we had not gotten it fully in the Old Testament, in this powerful sermon by Stephen in Acts chapter number 7, we read again, but God was with him. Now, I would point out to you that this final reference to Joseph in Acts chapter 7, verse number 9, is in the broader story of the Lord Jesus. It's in the context of Christ And in fact, Joseph, in so many ways, is one of the most remarkable pictures of the Lord Jesus Christ in Scripture. He's one of the few people in the Bible of whom nothing evil is said. Another good example would be Daniel in the Old Testament. Now, that doesn't mean that he was not a sinner, because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. There's none that seeketh after God. There's none righteous on his own. But here's what it means. It means that the Holy Spirit chose to emphasize only the positive example of his life. And I believe one reason for this is that Joseph is one of the most beautiful types of Christ in the Old Testament. His life in so many ways paralleled and foreshadowed the greater deliverer that was to come, the Lord Jesus. So for a few moments, I'd like to just give you some parallels in our full-length book on the Lord was with Joseph. Uh, You can find this list and you can look up the scripture references, but let me give you just a little sample of what I'm talking about. Joseph was a picture of Jesus as the son. In Genesis 37, verse 3, he was the beloved of the father. Well, who is Jesus? Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Uh, Genesis chapter 37 tells us that Joseph was a shepherd. Well, who is Jesus? John chapter 10, he's the good shepherd. We know that Joseph was hated by his brethren. In John 15, verse 25, Jesus said that he too was hated. Uh, His own brethren didn't believe on him. Remember Genesis 37, verse 5? John chapter 7, verse 5, Jesus' brethren didn't believe on him either. And yet, Joseph was a true witness. And Jesus, the truth of God to us. We find right here in Acts chapter 7 that he was envied. Well, how do you think the Lord Jesus went to the cross? For envy, they crucified him. Joseph was sent unto his brethren in Genesis 37, verse 13. And what of Jesus? He's been sent to his brethren. Both are from Hebron. Both were conspired against. Both were bargained for. Both were stripped. Both of them had their 
their accusers and their enemies sit down and watch them. Both were sold as a slave. Both at some point in their life were taken to Egypt. Do you see all the parallels of Joseph as the son? And then Joseph was a servant. And who is our Lord Jesus? Oh, he's the ultimate servant. I love this. The Bible says, of course, repeatedly that God was with Joseph. Read John 16, verse number 32, because the Father was with the Lord Jesus. Both of them prospered. The things that were placed in their hand were touched and favored of God. Both of them pleased the Heavenly Father. Both of them were tempted. Both of them falsely accused. Both of them bound. Both Joseph and Jesus offered no defense. This is interesting. Both had two other prisoners with them, one saved, one lost. Both suffered under Gentiles. Both were respected by their jailers. Do you see Joseph as the servant, as a beautiful type of Christ? And then Joseph as the sovereign, taken from the dungeon, loosed. And you see our Lord Jesus, loosed from the the chains that bound him, with the keys to death, hell, and the grave in his hand. Both of them changed their clothes when they came out. Both of them had the Spirit in them, God's wisdom in them, made rulers over their house and rulers over all people. Uh, Both have a throne, uh, nothing done without their authority. Both of them had men come and bow before them. Both were given a new name. It's interesting even to see the timeline of their lives, what happened when both of them were 30 years old. Both our Lord Jesus and Joseph were given a Gentile bride. All the nations would come and worship before them. Do you see this beautiful picture of Joseph as sovereign and then ultimately Joseph as Savior? He was innocent and yet in the place of death for those who were guilty. Both of them wept. Both of them were revealed a second time. Both of them, when they were revealed, uh, People were troubled at their sight, moved by seeing them again. Both of them would say those famous words, Behold me. And yes, Joseph showed a grace that only our Lord Jesus could perfectly, fully reveal when he came and showed the grace of God to us. His brethren would carry the message of his his life Uh, May I ask, what are we to do now? Go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior to others. Uh, Both invited those who are hurting and those who are hungry to, to come to them, and both comforted those who came and supplied all of their need. Yes, Joseph is one of the most beautiful pictures of Jesus in the whole Bible because God was with him. Dear one, I want to say to you today, that the study of Joseph should not lead you to know Joseph better. It should lead you to know God better. The same God who loved Joseph and worked in his life loves you and wants to work in your life, and he wants you to know his son, Jesus Christ. If you've never repented of your sin and put your faith in Jesus, would you do that right now? Would you call on him now and be saved? Would you simply say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner, and Jesus will come to live in your heart. If you do know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, it's my prayer that you'll begin to practice the presence of God every day because this is not just for Joseph. This is for every child of God that will live in the presence of God every day. You have someone far greater than Joseph with you, dear one. You have Jesus with you, and he promised he would never leave you and he would never forsake you. 
the Lord is with you. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord. Thank you.